Critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what's up thinkers? Kathy Gibbons here. So this week, I am going to be doing a short mini-series, a three-part mini-series on the three laws of logic, and we'll be covering part one today. But before we dive into that, I had to share this email I just received from a listener who just joined the Crazy Thinkers membership. Yay! Um, so it's from Michelle. Michelle actually sent me a picture of my Logical Fallacies ebook all printed out and put into a binder like we homeschool mamas like to do. We love our binders and page protectors. And uh, this is what she said. She said, our homeschool just got a super boost. I love this. So of course, I was all excited because I think she is the very first person who's printed it all off and has it ready to go. And so I emailed her back and said, oh, yay, thank you so much. I'm so excited to see you've got the ebook and you're using it. And this is what this is how she replied. She said, I have three boys, ages 14, 12, and 10. And there are lots of brotherly arguments in our house. But now that we're learning the fallacies, their arguments have gone to a new sophisticated level. That's the blame shifting fallacy. You're appealing to authority. They are absorbing it well. <laughs> okay, that made me laugh. That is so awesome. Thank you, Michelle. Um, I have to laugh about the whole new level of arguing. Get ready, parents. Because you may, if we're on episode, what is this, 107 now, you've probably already figured this out, but it is so true. These middle and high school years are the perfect years to teach them good thinking because they pick it up so fast and they take great joy in using this new skill on you or on us as parents, on their siblings and everyone around them. So it is perfect, which is why my daughter and I started the Crazy Thinkers membership. And you guys, the doors are open right now. So here's what it is. It is a monthly membership designed to help you and your teens practice what they're learning here in the podcast about good thinking and recognizing fallacies. There's three things you're going to get every single month. Each month, number one, you'll get an, uh, a link to an article, or maybe it's a news headline, or it's a meme, or it's an ad. It's something taken from real life that you can look at with your teens to challenge you and them to think well about it. And don't worry, we will include a list of questions to help you have a good conversation and to get all of you thinking. Now, number two, every single month, we'll also do a live training where I will be teaching different aspects of good thinking. And yes, it will be all new content that will not be taught here on the podcast. So the membership is the only place that you can get it. And then number three, lastly, we will be having fun monthly challenges as another way to practice using the fallacies. So because this is a founding members launch, the price is the lowest it's ever going to be. It's just $9 a month because the people who join it now are kind of going to be able to be helping me create it and get it up and going and hopefully giving me some testimonials and reviews. And so anyway, so that's why we're just launching it for $9 a month. And uh, there are some freebies that come with being a founding member. You'll get my Logical Fallacies ebook for free, as well as a special pack of stickers that I can't wait to get out to you. So we're so excited to be launching this membership. And we are so excited for the crazy thinkers who have already joined because they're going to be giving us invaluable feedback as we set it up to make it a really awesome resource for you and your family. And 
Okay, so short, funny story. When my daughter, Lena, and I were filming the little video for the checkout page, I think we had to re-record it about 20 times to get this minute and a half video because rather than calling it the Crazy Thinkers membership, she kept calling it the Crazy Members Thinkership. And it was so funny. And honestly, the more I think about it, I actually kind of love the word thinkership. So that might be what we call it. <laughs> Either way, the founding member offer closes tomorrow and the price will go up the next time we open the doors to the thinkership. So if you want to take advantage of the price and the freebies, definitely go check it out today and you can practice the skills of crazy good thinking. Just go to filteritthroughbraincell.com and you will see the link and be able to click on it to learn about crazy thinkers. Okay, let's dive into the mini series on the three laws of logic. Now first, a little background on these three laws and where they come from. No, this is not something I made up. They've actually been around for thousands of years. Aristotle, who lived 300 years before Jesus was born, is credited with being the first person to systematically investigate the patterns and the processes of reason. He discovered, and some would even say he invented, formal logic. Now, what is formal logic? And what is the difference between formal logic and informal logic? Great question. This could be a fairly technical, complicated answer, but I'm going to keep it super simple and just say that formal logic is the study of arguments where they break down how the arguments are structured and formed. And formal logic also analyzes the truth values of statements and how they interact with each other. I've even heard formal logic called the mathematical study of logic itself because there are some ways of studying logic that it looks like math. It looks like you're doing algebra with symbols and all kinds of stuff. It's really interesting. Now, on the other hand, informal logic is basically the way we use reasoning and thinking in everyday arguments and conversation. Everything we've done in this podcast so far, so far, all the logical fallacies have been informal logic. So these three laws of logic are the first time I've really talked that much about formal logic, and we're going to keep it super simple, and I promise you will get it. Okay, so the first law of logic we're going to cover is called the law of identity. The law of identity states that something is what it is, and it's not something else. Simple, right? So in other words, a thing is identical to itself. The principle is sometimes referred to the A is A principle, meaning an object is identical to itself. So think of it this way. Each thing that exists has specific categories that it belongs to, like is it a plant, an animal, a food, a mineral, right, etc. And each thing that exists also has specific characteristics. For instance, my dog Ted has four legs, a long tail, a pink tongue, and curly hair. So for something to exist, it has to have certain categories, belong to certain categories, and it has to have certain characteristics. Let me give you an example. An apple is an apple, and it's not an orange. An apple is a specific type of fruit with a specific set of characteristics, such as its color, shape, and taste. It cannot be something else like an orange, which also has its own specific set of characteristics. Here's another example. A car is a car and is not a house. A car is a specific type of vehicle with its own set of characteristics, such as the ability to move, to transport people and goods. It has an engine and it runs on gasoline. A house, on the other hand, is a specific type of structure with its own set of characteristics, such as a roof, walls, different rooms, and it's a place to live. So the law of identity is saying that a car is a car and a house is a house. An apple is an apple and an orange is an orange. Okay, so at this point, you're probably thinking, 
duh, right? This is the most obvious thing in the world. Why are we even spending any time on this? I'll tell you why it matters. Now, before I get into the last example or explanation, I want to be sure to let you know that this last part is a correction. I am editing the last part of this episode. When I first published this episode, I had a fact in it that was wrong. And a listener sent me a message to correct me. And I looked it up. And sure enough, they were right. What I had shared was incorrect. So I want to be sure to correct that and remove the incorrect information from this episode. And this is so good, you guys, because here's the deal. We're all human and we're all going to make mistakes. If you think that just because I host a podcast that I'm going to always be right and be be perfect, you're mistaken. I try. I really do. But it happens, right? And it's a lesson to me to keep trying. And if you think that you will always be perfect and right, you're also mistaken, right? It just is the, the human nature. We try, but we might not always get it right. So the whole goal is to be willing to seek truth. If you remember from back in episode 16, one of the things that makes a good conversation is being willing to be persuaded or being willing to be to to change if you're presented with other information. And I am working on a whole episode on this topic because somebody asked me a really good question recently, you know, about what do you do if you're in a conversation and somebody makes an error or um, maybe you're the one that makes an error, right? What does that do? What do you do? And how, what does that look like? How does it sound like? And another episode that I want to do is how can, how is it possible that two different people can look at the same statement and, and one really believe it's true and one really believe that there's a logical fallacy there? I want to dig into that a little bit more because to me, that's very interesting because um, this happens, right? This happens. So anyways, that be watching for that. But in the meantime, I just wanted to make sure that I republish this episode this time without the incorrect fact, because yes, I do want this to be a podcast, obviously that is about the truth and seeks the truth. So thank you, Joel, for reaching out and letting me know. So let me wrap it up by telling you, um, just pointing out one of the reasons of why the law of identity matters. And you can probably think of several different ways that this law might be valid, violated in our society today. And I bet you can think of several yourself, but let me just pick one. Okay. Do you remember earlier in the podcast when I shared with you about the client that my massage therapist had who claimed she was a unicorn? Well, this is just a small example of a growing group of people who call themselves furries and they identify as animals or they like dressing up as animals, either as a cat or a dog or some kind of animal. In this case, the person was a unicorn. Now, I just want to differentiate. It's one thing to play pretend when you're a kid, right? There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But if someone gets to the point where they're really thinking that they're a cat or they're really thinking that they're a dog and they're identifying this way, hopefully someone in their life will come alongside and tell them the truth that, no, people are people, cats are cats, people can't be cats. And so often today in today's culture, that a lot of times doesn't value logic, it values feelings. And if someone feels like they're a cat, then it must be true, right? Well, no, it's not. The law of identity says that something is what it is. And, you know, I'm here to tell you, we don't have to go along with someone's bad thinking, even if it goes against their feelings. It's okay to tell the truth. Our feelings come and go. They change. But truth is truth. And the law of logic helps us keep a firm grip on reality. So the question to ask yourself to correspond with the law of the first law of logic, the law of identity is this. What is it really? Yep, that's it. Super simple. Just define it. What is it really? Okay, guys, that's it for today. And remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I 
would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filter it through a brain cell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filter it through a brain cell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filterthroughbraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.